Blog Talk Radio. Radio show call in at 917-889-2693. That's 917-889-2693. And we have our chat room open. Come in and chat with us, chat with our other listeners. Uh, my name is I. I am your producer and co-host here with our pet psychic, Laura Stinchfield. Hi, Laura. Hey, everybody. Hello, everyone. Studio. Woo! It's Thursday, and I'm really excited to be here again. Uh, For our listeners, I just wanted to put out some information. If you aren't already our friend on Facebook, come to facebook.com, Pet Psychic Radio, and come and chat with us there. You can post pictures of your animals, meet other, you know, friends of ours on there, and if you're not following Laura already, go to uh on Twitter, go to at the pet psychic. That's at the pet psychic to follow her and she's got lots of fun things to say every day, don't you? I'm trying to do it every day. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um I know there's all usually like fun pictures of what you're up to. You went to the Bunny Fest. Oh, my gosh, yeah, I went to Bunny Festival. It is, like, seriously one of my favorite events of the year. There's, like, hundreds of bunnies that are walking around with uh, harnesses and in backpacks and in strollers, and they're doing bunny agility, and you can buy all these healthy, all-natural things for them. Bean came along, my bunny, and I just talked to one bunny after the the other for, like, three and a half hours. <laughs> So fun. What did Bean think of the Bunny Fest? I'll ask her. Beanie, honey, what do you think? What did you think of Bunny Fest? It was so hot. It was hot that day. I saw a lot of bunnies that had new homes. And one bunny died. Yeah, Bean's been coming with me every year. And we have, like, regulars, you know, that I see. And so yeah. Bean sits right there and she listens. And there was this one bunny that I look, I'm so happy to see every year. And she had passed away, so I talked to her in spirit. But she Aww. was amazing because she said when she was, um, she said to me one year that she wanted to wear bright red lipstick. <laughs> and her, <laughs> her mom. Her mom wears bright red lipstick, and then she said that she wishes that she could wear high heels. And she said, "What?" <laughs> That's cute. That's really oh, cute. So cute. It's unreal. They're just so adorable, you know. And then a lot of the bunnies talk about how they want the hairy lettuce, which is like parsley or cilantro. Mm. The hairy. Hairy lettuce. I guess you're right. It is kind of hairy. <laughs> I never thought about that, but yes, new new perspective on hairy lettuce. I know they're so cute. I I like they sit on a little table in front of me, and I just like all day long. I just hold little bunnies and talk to them, and they're just so sweet with their cute little eyes looking at me. And and like they, these bunnies that come there, it's so nice for me because you know bunnies 
really have it bad in society. Like, you know, they're tested for all types of, you know, like cosmetics and you know, just everything. But and, and they're usually in, like, little teeny tiny cages and they're complaining about their cages. But these bunnies are, like, have free range of the house. So I'm talking to one bunny after the next that really have, like, good lives. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's so cool. You know, we should get a bunny rescue as uh, one of our rescue guests in the future. We, sh- we should. I know. I know. Well, too. Yeah, if anyone has a bunny rescue or knows someone who's in bunny rescue who'd like to be on our show, please contact us or any kind of animal rescue. We're always looking for new guests. And you can email us at petpsychicradio at gmail.com or you can even contact contact us on the Facebook page as well. So please do that. We're always open to new animals, new rescue groups uh, that work positively with animals. Very important. Very important. (laughs) Yeah, that's the (laughs) important part. Um, I actually put out on Facebook uh, what people would like to know about your animal communication skills and what that's like for you. And one of our um, our uh, people, our friends on Facebook, Azul, asked uh, asked you what it's like to be assaulted. She calls it, um, she or he, I'm not sure, um, calls it an ugly spirit. But I think what they mean is, you know, negative energy, ugly spirit, that sort of thing. And what is that like, and how do you protect yourself from that? Oh, well, that's a good question. Um, you know, it's really interesting with, like, those negative spirits. I mean, I, I've had um, lots of situations where I've been around um, spirits that are negative, but there are some psychic mediums that never attract that at all. So I think a lot of it is sort of like what you put out there. Not that I'm putting out that I want negative spirits, but when I was a kid, I loved like the adrenaline rush and I loved being scared. Like when I was yeah. a teenager, I just loved being scared. I don't know why I think of it now. Like, <laughs> but, um, but to protect yourself, it's really interesting um, I think it's like you really have to have this solid um, idea of like who you are, like just this this confidence of who you are. Because I I really believe the more confident you are, the less you attract those entities, and the more you sort of hold your own space. And you know, I picture a golden light around me. Um, I, I will often do that when I'm in places where I feel like there's negativity and I'll just like put a light. I think of it as like two, three feet from my body and I'll just totally surround myself in golden light. Um, and then it's interesting, like a lot of the people who I admire, they talk a lot about prayer. And, you know, I pray, but I probably don't as pray as as much as I should. Um and just to believe that someone is there protecting you. But negative entities, it, it can be, you know, just, it can be like something as somebody just putting a bad thought in your head, like like telling you to eat sugar, for instance, if sugar is not good for you. and Or um, like one lady, this is really interesting, and this is someone who is like being psychically attacked. She had a bunch of cats that she rescued. And she um, she brought up to me that during a session that 
sometimes when she's petting one cat in particular, she hears this voice, like this man's voice in her ear that will say something like, I can just strangle you right now. Like, I can just, like, put you in the tub and and, and um, drown you and nobody would ever know. So, oh. yeah, so that was like a negative entity that was totally, you know, bothering her. And so, you know, saging is really good. I stage the house. I stage my house almost every day. And then also saltwater baths. You know, I'm a big fan of taking a bath in salt water. That cleanses you of any negativity. Mm. Um, I don't like to talk too much about what the negative entities can actually do. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can actually be very, very frightening and very scary. They can actually, like, touch you and almost feel like they're electrocuting you. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That is scary. But so there's been this whole big wave of like production companies contacting me about mm-hmm. wanting to know if I've dealt with uh, animals who are are um, taken over by evil spirits who are possessed. Oh. They want to know how much um, I've had about possession. Yeah. How much experience I've had with possession. I'm like, I'm not the animal communicator for you. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a lot of taxing energy, taxing work for you if you were to do something like that. That's, oh God, that's, that's really too negative. Animals, I don't really believe that animals are possessed, you know. I just think that that's just TV trying to find a... Right, of course. But doing anything that's too negative all the time sounds like too much. Too oh, much. I can you imagine that? Oh. No. No, I mean once in a while, I of course I love scary stories and hauntings. I, and I love that stuff, but I know, I know. Once in a oh. while, you know, you got to sprinkle it in. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. other thing about like negative entities, which I'd like tell animals. So when animals pass away, or when we all pass away, I always say to them, fly as high as they can go. Because yeah. I believe that they have to fly up. I mean, people have heard me say that before. They have to fly up to the highest dimension. So as soon as you die, fly as high as you can go. I tell them that all the time. And oftentimes when I sit in on a euthanasia, the animals around me or who are also in the room will say that they saw something really scary. Like they saw, like, these negative entities that really frightened them. Mm. And... um, And... It's my belief that then that we have to fly through these lower realms in order to get all the way to heaven. So you, the spirit who's leaving the body has to fly through these negative entities. And also, negative entities feed off like a sickness, or they feed off things that are dying. They try to steal energy from them. So oftentimes there are negative entities around the dying. Mm. And... I like to tell the animals, you know, if you see something like that, don't worry about it. Just fly right through. Or if you, or I tell the animals that are in the room, you know, if you see something like that, don't worry about it. It it won't hurt you. You're safe. Right. So, fly high. Fly high. High. Fly high. That's what I now. I'm so used to saying that because of you. That whenever uh, I deal with like people or animals, I just go fly high. That's kind of like my thing I say now. Yeah, it's so true. I'm telling yeah. you. And animals who have passed away who I've spoken to after that, they say to me, I am so glad you told me that. 
That's cool. Yeah, so cool. So I guess for today's animal theme, I'm going to ask the animals what they do, what they like to do to protect protect themselves from uh, any sort of negative energy. And, you know, when I say negative energy, I think that can be whether it's psychically or even emotionally or anything like that. So what do you do to protect yourself from negative energy? That's going to be my question to the animals or if they even have suggestions for their humans on how to protect themselves. So, animals, I'm leaving it up to you. And let's get to our first caller, which is, uh, I'm going to call out your last four digits. And when you get on, go right into what your animal's name is. How old are they? What species? Male, female, dead, alive? And stick to one theme, please. And here we go. Number 5121, you're on the air. Who is your animal? Animal is Goose. Your yeah, animal is a goose. Goose. Uh huh. His name is Goose, and he's a dog, a male dog. He's alive. What else did you need to know? Oh, what he looks like. Okay, um, Laura, you've met Goose before. Um, I came to Ventura. He's a he's a tw- about a twenty pound Jackson um, Minpin Chihuahua mix. And you've met him at the beach before? I'm Michelle. I'm June Josie's friend. Oh, yeah. Okay, Michelle. I knew I knew a goose, but I just couldn't figure out from where. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. He's got the soft, floppy ears, and he's brown and black, and you can't forget him. He's super cute. Um, that's right. What do and, you want to ask Okay, well, okay, well um, it may have something to do with what your theme is today in terms of um, negative energy. I'm not sure, but... Um, he stayed with me many times with his human, my daughter, and without. And right now he's living with me again with, with my daughter. And he had never peed in the house before. And then the other day he peed on, like, my favorite rug right where I do yoga, like right in the middle where where I would hate him to pee. <laughs> and I feel like I, don't, I, I just want to be clear on is this, was this just an accident or is there an emotional component to something that he might be going through that he's trying to say yeah, something you know, to me? Actually, before you even started to get into, like, what the problem was, he was saying that he has pain in his back and his groin. Uh, he has a pain in his groin? Yeah, and his back. On his back, okay. And it feels okay. like it's pushing on me. Let me ask him why he peed. Why did you pee, Goose? I did pee, and I had to go, and it burned me a little. It felt really concentrated. I think I've been a little bit upset. What are you, his grandma? Should I call you grandma? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not because of grandma. I'm upset because my mom, because my mom sometimes doesn't want me. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I think that she, I think that maybe she's torn. I thought maybe it had something to do with her boyfriend coming back into her life. Um, I don't I think she does. 
if I'm going to be with grandma, I should just be with grandma. Hmm. Grandma and I get along well. She's awfully caring. And she's so attentive to everything I do. And when I do something wrong, she's extremely clear. And I just sort of feel like this is good for me. This is stable. But I still have a pain in my groin. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he has a urinary tract infection. I would watch it. Is he drinking a lot of water? Uh, He is drinking a lot of water because he does run out um, of water. Um, Maybe he does have a urinary or kidney problem. Okay. All right, I'll look up what those symptoms might be. I mean, my daughter, if she heard this, she'd be heartbroken. Can I, is there anything that Goose should tell my daughter that she should do? Oh, okay, good question. If you're going to commit to me, commit to me. I mean, I love you, but I need you to be more available. Mm hmm. That makes sense. Sometimes when I'm sometimes when I'm there, you're not even available. But I think you're a wonderful human being. You just sometimes are not that clear. Is that true? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You know what? There's something about him that you can tell your daughter too. Is that he just feels so safe with you because you are so clear. So it's not really like. He doesn't like her. He doesn't like being with her. It's just that you are just, like, because you're so clear and because you're so consistent, that feels safe to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, we let, right. us, let us know how he does and let us know. Yeah, maybe you should take him to the vet. I'd watch. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, gosh, thank you so much. Uh, I enjoy the re- so- I'll enjoy the rest of the show. Oh, thanks. It was good to talk to you. Same here. Okay. Bye. So we have a lot of people chatting away in the chat room. If you're not in there already, check it out. Um, We have it open. There's a lot of our friends in there. Um, But one of our friends here, uh, Hirobo, or Hirobo, um, says that their cat, uh, Maxwell, passed away on Monday. It's a tuxedo snowshoe cat. Um, and so, uh, they want to know, uh, if they have any messages from Maxwell. Maxwell. Yeah, my message is I'm really fast here in heaven. I mean, I can run up a tree really fast. And I can scratch the furniture and it doesn't matter. And when my people are sad, I can entwine myself around their legs. I want to tell them that I didn't suffer. And that my body can stretch long now. And also I can sit in a window and look out at the pretty gardens. 
And I want to tell them also that the sweet love that they talked to me with still exists here in heaven. Even though I was sad to leave them. I'm okay. I can still feel them. Oh, that's sweet. I wish we could just turn everything the animals say into a book. They have so many amazing things to say. They do. They really do. And like how he says about the sweetness, you know, I've said Mm -hmm. this before, that oftentimes the animals talk talk about that there's a mirror image of their home or their spaces that they love to be in in heaven. And they can reside in there and, um, and, and kind of go there to get filled or get their spirit re- regenerated or rejuvenated. And, um, and we're in there with them. Mm-hmm. Like there's part of us, it's my belief that there's a part of it from talking to so many of them is that there's a part of our higher self that can actually spend time with them. So, they don't miss us like we miss them because they can be with us whenever they want. And they can have that feeling of being with us whenever they want. Mm, That's awesome. It is. That's really cool. That's really cool. Well, I hope that um, helps, Kiro. And uh, I'm so sorry. Such a hard thing when your animal passes. I know. We're sending you uh, lots of love, and everyone in the chat, I think, is too. So, oh, and the other thing too that I should mention is because mm-hmm. the uh, Maxwell just got on Monday, mm-hmm. and saved about three days. So, for the first three days of passing, they're very often far away. They feel like they've been ripped from us, and so now after the three days, they often try to come closer. So, for um, for his people to really to, if you start to, like, sense him around or start to feel him around, you know, he's coming to visit you. They do come to visit you. So pay attention to if you see them out of the corner of your eye or if you have a memory of them that flashes in your mind. Um, or if they, I always say that they place a memory in our minds and then they wrap their spirits around us. And oftentimes that comes with intense tears or laughter. And, and people misinterpret that as a longing rather than a visitation. That's cool. I have experienced that before. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really cool when it happens. I I swore I saw uh, Henry, like, walking in our backyard once after he passed oh, away, like, did. right away. Yeah. I was like, oh. oh. And then I looked, and I'm like, oh, he's not there, but he was. You know, it's so cool. I didn't, I just saw a black cat walking by, and it wasn't, there wasn't a real, like a, you know, like a neighborhood cat or anything. It was, I just thought from the corner of my eye, and when I looked, it wasn't there. And it had just been right after Henry passed, so. And Henry was our black cat with one eye and short tail. Coolest (laughs) cat ever. He was so cool. So, um, we have our special guest. Oh, we didn't do, oh, we didn't do our, uh, our, um. We haven't been doing talking to asking them about our theme. Oh yes, what do they do to protect themselves from negative energy? Okay, I gotta ask both of them. Is that okay? Because we gotta go back to the theme. Yes. So yes. Goose. Okay. So goose, uh, what do you do to protect yourself from negative energy? I look away and pretend it's not there. 
And what I suggest you do is put your feet on the ground. Because if you put your feet on the ground and you look away, it gets better. <laughs> so cute. That makes sense. Makes total like, sense. Like be in your body, be confident, that sort of yeah. thing. You know, right. planting your feet in the ground. Yeah, and also ignore it a little bit. Cause, yeah. you know, if you ignore it, it will go away. And okay. calming signal, look, look away. Yeah, now we'll ask Maxwell. Oh, Maxwell says what you do is jump up and down and say, go away, spirits, I'm a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I'm going to do I'm going to start doing that one. I think that's going to be my one that I'm going to do. Learn from Maxwell. <laughs> People will just think I'm really weird, but it'll be cool. And then I'll tell them, oh, it's okay. Maxwell the cat told me to do this. It's cool. <laughs> from heaven. Don't worry. It's cool. Um, okay, so we have our special guest from German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County back. We have Sean, who is on the line now. Hey, Sean. Hey, ladies. How are you? We're good. Um, thank you so much for being on the show again. And uh, I know you're driving right now, so hopefully our connection will be okay. Um, you mentioned in detail before on our show about the German Shepherd breed, but um, for those of you who may have missed it, can you go again and tell us what uh, type of a breed German Shepherds are and what kind of homes are best suited for them? German Shepherds are extremely intelligent. They're extremely loyal. They are smarter than some humans. <laughs> um, they are very dedicated to their family. They are excellent family dogs. Um, I just spent a few days with my daughter's son-in-law, their two German Shepherds, and my five-week-old grandson. Wow. And uh, we call their two Shepherds the nanny. <laughs> so, you know, they're they're just all-around great dogs. They are protective of their family. They will do anything for their family. Awesome. And what kind of homes are good for them? You know, German Shepherds are like people. Everyone's different. Um, I I have one that would make – he's a great jogging partner, high energy, loves to go, go, go. Um, I have another one that you actually um, spoke with, my Howard, and he is just as happy – chilling and watching, you know, Monday night football or, you know, sitting outside and reading. If if he never went for another walk in his life, he'd be happy. So they're they're kind of soup to nuts and everything yeah. in between. Wow. Yeah. So I think that's also important when people are rescuing animals that every animal is different and it's always good to talk with the rescue group about what the animals are like, right? You know, you're you're absolutely right. That's a, a tremendous benefit of going to a rescue group because, first of all, we, we know our dogs. Um, our dogs have been to veterinarians. They've been checked out. Everybody's spayed. Everybody's neutered, microchipped. Any medical issues have been addressed. But we also get to know the dog and know what type of home is best suited for them in order for us to make the best match. We'll, we'll get people that just have their mindset on a certain dog 
And sometimes it's a good match. A lot of times it's a good match, but sometimes we have to say, you know what, that's not the right dog for you. Let's. How about we introduce you to, you know, this dog? Right. And right. so it, it's all about making a right match because we, our number one concern is making sure that this home is forever. Right, forever home. Okay, and what does um, German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County, how do they rescue the animals? Where do you get them from? We get a lot of our dogs from shelters. Um, we get a lot of owner surrenders. Um, tragically, with this economy and, you know, the, the home foreclosure crisis that, you know, this country has seen, people are abandoning animals left and right. We get calls. I just got a call yesterday from a real estate agent that handles foreclosures, and she went to a home, and there were two dogs in the backyard. And thank God for the oh, neighbors no. throwing food over the wall. Oh, um, my gosh. So it, we, we get them from all over. Mm-hmm. We just took one that was tied to a dumpster. Wow. So it's it, it's it's sad. It's it's yeah. it's not a fun time to be doing rescue right now. Yeah, yeah. So how can people help then? If you know, can they foster? Do you guys do fostering or volunteer work? We we are always desperate for foster homes. Um, any anybody that wants to do a fundraiser, um, we actually have a an online voting that you can go to our website um, and. Boy, anybody can vote. We would love them forever. Um, it's a grant um, that our organization is trying to win. And we um, recently bought our own kennel because our boarding expenses are just out, off the chart. So we bought, we, we were able to, at a very good price, buy our own kennel. Mm-hmm. And we're desperately trying to get our kennel up and running so we can care for our own dogs and eliminate a lot of our boarding expenses. So that's that's our goal right now is, you know, and and we don't turn our backs on the dogs that we know are going to cost a lot of money. I mean, the one you're going to talk to today, I I don't even want to guess at how much we have spent on her, and she's worth every single penny. So... We have bake sales. We have we're having a garage sale this Sunday. Um, we are constantly raising money to keep doing what we're doing. Wow, that's awesome! So for all of our listeners, go to gsroc.org. That's German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. So gsroc.org. Check out the website. Um, help out, do the voting if you can. If you're in the Southern California area, please think about fostering, uh, helping out with fundraising, volunteering, anything that you can do. And please contact Sean and everybody over there at German Shepherd Rescue of Orange County. I know uh, today we're talking to Poppy. Yeah. She's, she's so beautiful. Is she a full Isn't German she Shepherd? Beautiful? Yeah. I'm sorry. Is she a full German Shepherd? She is a full German Shepherd. She is a senior. If you could have seen her the day I went and bailed her out of the shelter, your heart would crumble. Aww. She's one of the most neglected dogs I have ever seen. She was absolutely pitiful and 
After a few months with us, she now prances. Oh, that's so wonderful. Okay, so let's talk to her. And so just for everybody out there, she has her right eye is a little bit sunken in. and um, But her other eye is really wide and bright, and she has the most beautiful smile. And she's a, a black and tan. Is that what you would call her? Yeah. Yeah. And um, so what do you want to ask her? You want to ask her, like, to tell us about her life and and uh, what's important to know about her and does she hurt anywhere? I would like to ask her that and we actually had to um, take her to a specialist and have her eye removed. Oh, uh, and okay. I'd like to know how she feels about that. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Let me get her. I actually feel better now that it's been removed. It used to give me pain deep in the back. But now sometimes I just get a throbbing. Sometimes that whole side of my face gets numb. I don't really like that feeling. It goes to my muzzle too. And sometimes I get cranky when there's been a lot of light and then there's a lot of shadows. So I think she's saying, like, if she's done a lot that day, that she can, it's almost like a lot on her uh, on her mind. And then she can get crankier in the afternoon or in the evening. That's interesting because we've taken her to two adoption events and she starts out great and by the end she's a cranky lady. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, the light and then the shadows of people moving, that okay. is kind of, kind of stressful on her mind. But I love these people. Okay. These, these people are amazing. And I get fed so healthy, and my stomach feels so much better. I used to have a hurt stomach. But it she feels was so She was completely emaciated when she came to us. Oh, poor baby. I'd love a quiet home. I'd like a home where people don't talk too much. <laughs> I kind of would like an older man and woman. I like it when they walk slow. I like the smell of cooked meat. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to tell them that I'm happy. My life before here was not happy. I was on a chain for like a walk of my life. And I just had to sit outside. And it was no fun. And there were people there, but they didn't really care about me. And sometimes my kibble would get too far away from the chain. And my water, too. Sometimes it'd be empty for days. Oh, my God. And then one day, 
someone took me to the shelter. And that's where I've been ever since. Well, she's with you guys now. I want a, a home. I want a family. But this is great where I'm at. <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> what else do you want to ask her? Well, you you kind of answered the question um, what her life was like before. She was just in such bad shape that we we couldn't believe someone could let an animal live like that. And can you tell her that we're – can you tell her something for me? Yeah, of course. Can you tell her that we're really trying really hard to find her a home and that she is such a good girl, she's such a love, but if she would be a little nicer to other dogs, it might help her get a home sooner. I don't want to be with another dog. Okay. <laughs> I, I never had one before. I've seen them from a distance, but I never had one on my own. It's just too much for me. She reminds me of a dog that has been, like, so under-socialized. And now at this point, like, socializing her is, like, taxing on her mind. And, like, also there's this numbness on the side of her face that really inhibits her from, like, feeling normal enough to be socializing. You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll yeah, we'll be getting that looked into right away. We do take her to the specialist, but we need to find out what's going on with the numbness as well. Yeah, have you had her adjusted? Because sometimes a chiropractor can help with that numbing. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah, I would try getting her adjusted and see if she's out. Because that numbing is typical of the um, atlas being out, which is right beneath the skull. And I keep seeing that she had, like, I keep seeing this, like, block or something that has, like, that has hit her in the side of the face, but I can't figure out if it's, like, a car or it doesn't look like a foot or something. It looks like something solid. Okay, well, one of our vets offers chiropractic, so we will get her in there. Oh, yeah, that would help her for sure. That would help her. Okay. Okay, terrific. Well, um, if we have any time left, can we talk to Henry? To Henry? Oh, is that your your other dog? Yeah. Yeah, will you remind me what Henry looks like? Henry is mostly tan with a little black, and Henry spent his life at a mechanic shop, and when the guy left his business, he left his building, and he left Henry back at the building to starve. Aww. And Henry was picked up by animal control. Okay. And I, okay. And what do you want to ask him? We want to know what his life was like. Was he always at the mechanic shop? And what kind of home would he like? Okay. No, I wasn't always there. 
When I was a puppy, I was with a younger kid. And we used to run and play all the time. I'd like a home that is safe. I'd like a home with contained walls, meaning a yard. Okay. I want to not worry about who's coming in and out. I want to go for car rides. Okay. And I want to have a friend. And I want to sleep on the bed. And I want wet meat. That's okay. And when I get groomed, I don't want them to play with my tail too much. <laughs> it looks like maybe maybe one of the kids that worked at the mechanic shop had him beforehand. And then it just got too too much for him. Looks like. Shawnee, still there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay, good. I'm, I'm there. there. Sean? Yeah. Are you there? Yeah, yeah. You're kind of fading in and out, for me anyway. Oh, Um, I'm sorry. You know what? I just went through the the checkpoint. I'm glad they didn't wave me over. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I'm going through Camp Pendleton, so I'm sorry if we've lost our connection. Um, thanks for calling in, Sean, and thanks for everything that you're doing. Thank you so much. And next time, I, I promise, if I get more notice, I'll definitely call from the landline. I, I apologize. Oh, no worries. No worries. Thank you so much. Thank you. You ladies have a great day. You too. Thanks. So, our, uh, our listeners go to gsroc.org. That's gsroc.org. R-O-C, German Shepherd Rescue, Orange County, um, dot org. Check it out. Do everything you can to help out. Uh, Like uh, Sean was saying, it's a really difficult time for all these rescues. I know everyone we talk to has been saying that they're just full and jam-packed. So I know they are looking for fosters, and they're a great rescue group. We have them on all the time, and they're a really great group. So Check it out. Help out as much as possible. Uh, we shall go to our next caller. Nine six nine seven. Here you are. Tell us who your animal is. Hi, um, this is Marsha, and I have Bentley. Laura's read for him before. She hasn't seen. He's an English setter. He's about a year and a half old now. And she talked, you've talked to Bentley in this incarnation, but you've actually seen him um, in person when he was a bull mastiff. Right, right. Yeah, so we've talked to you several times, and we had another yeah, dog, Toby, yeah. too, yeah. And Lucy, yeah. we rescued we rescued another dog who actually uh, Michael ended up adopting. So oh, she's nice. here, too. So that really worked out. So. Oh, good. Anyway, he's been, this is Bentley, terrified to ride in the car ever since about 
for the last year, and I don't understand why. Only The only thing I can think is about three days after he was rescued, we had a rattlesnake in the yard, and we uh-huh. thought he had been bitten. So rather than even taking a chance, put him in my car, ran him down to the, this is in Malibu, Malibu Coast Vet, and they immediately treated him. He was stayed there for four, 24 hours, and I think that was really traumatic for him. Oh, okay. associated with my car. Is that what's going on? And I've tried for a year. I've done Thunder Shirts, uh, Rescue Remedy, everything I can think of. And have you is, put him in a different car, and is he fine in another car? Um, no, he's still scared, even in Michael's car, but we have very almost the same car, too. But either okay. that or it's an association from a pe- his previous life. I don't know which, which he was okay. very, very ill and having to be up and down the canyon when he was very, very sick. Yeah, but he still rode in the car pretty well. No, he was wonderful, and I picked him up in San Antonio. I picked him up, and we drove 1,400 miles when he was a baby. He was fine. But okay, after that... Ask, yeah, let me ask him. What's going yeah. on with the car? Why don't you like the car? I don't like it. It makes me nervous. Is it the canyon? Because we're coming down, you know, it's a really windy road. It's like three miles. And is that what's bothering you? I feel like I'm getting suffocated. Hmm. I feel like I'm getting squeezed. That's like a panic attack. Okay. Okay. So what I'm going to ask if it has anything to do with where he thinks he's going. Right. No, I don't think so. Huh. I don't know why. I don't. Really like it. I'm sorry. I just don't really like it, and it makes me nervous. Okay, so this is the thing that I'm going to tell. That's him. Weird. Yeah, huh? it's really, it's really important because I want you to sort of think about this too. That 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 when he's in the car, that he has mm-hmm. to know that sometimes he goes to really fun places. Right. That's car, why I always tell him. Yeah. Yeah, the car is a great place, is a great way to go to really fun places that are far away. Right, right. The other really important thing for dogs to know when they're in a car is that to either lie down and, like, look at the floor or look at their people and stay away from looking out the window. Or if they're going to look out the window, to look far into the distance. Because what happens is if a dog looks or if anyone looks at the car and they look close, everything's mm-hmm. moving by really fast, and it can be really scary to them. So you want to tell them to focus on something in the distance if you're going to look out the window. And then the other thing is to lick and yawn and to blink their eyes and to remember to do their calming signals in the car. To lick, yawn, blink their eyes, and remember to do their calming signals in the car. And then if they're going to look out the window, look far into the distance. And then the car can take you to someplace really fun. And you can think about the beach or to the dog park or wherever you right, go. Right, that's what we were doing, and, yeah. Yeah, wherever you go with him. Um, and then you can tell him, too, like if you use the thunder shirt, this thunder shirt is being put on you because this helps you stay in your body and it helps you remind yourself to lick and yawn and blink your eyes and to remind yourself to be confident. Now, one of the main things that some people do, and I'm not saying that you do this, but a lot of people will say to their animals, don't worry, nothing's gonna be, nothing bad is going to happen to you. 
And when mm-hmm. we think, don't worry, nothing bad is going to happen to you. Everything you think and say, you create a picture in your mind for. So if you say, don't worry, you picture the worry. If you say nothing bad is going to happen to you, you picture the bad has happened to mm-hmm. you. You have that feeling in your body. So you want to say, be confident, be safe. We're going to go to someplace fun. Now, I'm going to also say to him, do you remember that time where your people thought you got bit by a rattlesnake? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. and you had to get rushed to the to the car, in the car, to the vet, and then you had to stay at the vet, and everyone was frantic, and you had to stay there for 24 hours? Do you think that has it? Because do you know what? They thought that you got bit by an animal that could kill you, that could make your spirit leave your body. And they, everyone was really, really worried that that happened. That's why you got rushed in the car. Do you think you were scared because everyone was so scared that day? Let's see what he says. Okay. It was also a very traumatic. They have all their dog trauma in one small room, and I think dogs were dying and everything else, too. I don't know. Maybe, he says. I'm not sure. So what's happening is that it's possible that it could be that incident and that it was so traumatic for him that he sort of blocked it out and repressed it. And so Yeah, because it really was demarcated. He was fine until then, and after that he was petrified. Oh, okay. so. so one of the things I want you to, to tell is, like, talk to him even when we get off the phone because post-traumatic stress can keep coming back. Yeah. You want to keep reminding him what happened that day, remember? And, you know, you're really safe now. And we just did that because we love you and we wanted to save your life. Mm-hmm. And the car was actually this really wonderful vehicle that could get you to some place where we can get you safe. So although mm-hmm. you were really, really scared, and although everyone seemed extremely frantic, the car was a real blessing for us. So we like the car. We're thankful for the car. And so now we're going to try and practice going places in the car so you can have new experiences and remember that that going in the car is fun. Remember to lick and yawn and blink your eyes. Remember to look far out the window or don't look out the window at all or look at my, my your mom or your person. So let us know how he does. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try those things he says. I'm going to try that. You're going to practice? He says that? Yeah, he says he's going to practice because he's like, Mom is rolling her eyes sometimes. She doesn't want about the car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Can I ask one other quick question? Yeah. It's a different subject. Do they want to be therapy dogs, either Lucy or actually you ask Bentley because you're talking to Bentley because we actually registered, yeah. but it says an emotional support. But it makes me wonder, would he like to do something like go to a nursing home? or? Yeah, I think I would like that. Okay, this is Bentley you're talking to, right? Bentley. Yeah. Huh. Well, okay. Ears. I'm I sorry? Like he wants them to pet his ears. He likes it when when people pet his ears. <laughs> okay. So please let us know if he does that. Okay. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye. Bye. That's awesome. Therapy dog. That's cool. I know. Four oh, people should you know start. what? We keep forgetting our theme question. Let's I ask know. Bentley real quick. Bentley. 
Oh, my gosh. Bentley, what do you think about negativity? What do you think to do to protect yourself from negativity? What I do is go to the bathroom. I think he's thinking about when he's nervous. Um, How do you protect yourself? How do you protect yourself from negativity or negative feelings? I think the best way is to concentrate on the breeze and the trees. So he's saying to look at nature. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Breeze and the trees. Yeah, you know what we should ask is Poppy, the German shepherd now. Oh, yeah, let's ask Poppy. What's up, Poppy? I think the best thing to do is lie down and take a nap. If you take a nap, you always wake up better. Mm-hmm. What about, like, negative entities? Like ghosts, she says? Yeah, like ghosts. I think you should feed them a treat and then tell them to go away. <laughs> feed them a treat. I wonder why she's saying that. I wonder what she's thinking of. Maybe she's thinking about like if she's if there's another dog around that she's nervous of. Maybe yeah. they're like keeping them all together and then the dog goes away or something. Yeah, or being lured away or something with food. Yeah, being lured away. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I know. You know what? I think that all these animals haven't had much experience with spirits. Well, that's good. Well, you know what Poppy said about lying down and taking a nap? I think that's important when we are having a lot of negative feelings or emotions. I mean, uh, having a full rest is definitely changes your mood and your energy and everything. It's so. so true. I remember once I was having the worst day on this planet, and I remember thinking, like, I can't stand it. I was like, I'm just going to go to bed and pretend when I wake up that it's a new day. Yeah. I totally did that. I woke up, I wore a different pair of clothes, and I made breakfast again. <laughs> and then I started my day again. Was it good? Yeah, it was great afterwards. Oh, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's ask, uh, do we have um, our words of wisdom animal today? Who, Who in your home wants to do it? Let's do Luca. He's looking at me. Luca. Okay. Luca, honey, what do you do? You want to do words of wisdom today? Have you been listening? Negative entities can be scary. I know, Luca. How do you deal with them, honey? I say to them, you go back to your dark world. And sometimes I say to them, you leave me alone. And then what do you do, Luca? Then I say, I'm going to play. I knew she was going to say that. (laughs) I knew she was going to say I was like, she's going to say she's going to play. I was going to even say it out loud. He, 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 I. What? He. He, sorry. Sorry, Luca. (laughs) I'm used to our uh, female home here. I know, right? But it is, he's all about play. Yes. Luke, do you want to say any words of wisdom about that? Don't 
the best words of wisdom is to have a friend to talk to. Oh, that is really good. Also, I posted, I don't know if you saw, but I posted on the Facebook page our our, uh, pictures from the KTLA. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. So uh, both, well, for you, Laura, and our listeners, you can check out Luca and Storm King at the on Facebook dot uh, com slash pet psychic radio. I posted brand new photos from our appearance at KTLA. Laura and Luca were on live TV. It was a really fun experience. Oh and, wow! Uh, and those they're great pictures. I am looking at them now. You are such a good photographer. I don't know. I was, you know, I was trying to figure it out. It was my first time shooting anything. Yeah, with that you took camera. great photos. I love them. Cool. You got to stop smiling. <laughs> Storm King was off camera coaching Luca. It was really cool. He was like the he producer. Bo- oh, I, I think they're great photos. You guys have to check these out. Luca's got... <laughs> Luca's looking at the camera all happy. <laughs> he was so excited to be on. But then once he was on, he thought it was kind of overwhelming, right? Because of all the yeah, cameras he... and the equipment and the lights. Yes, he thought it was way overwhelming. Uh, yeah. Before we go, I just want to get to, uh, you're going to be at Conscious uh, Life Expo in L.A. That's, that's right, I am. And... Um, I believe I'm going to be there on Friday the 5th. And we're doing, um, we're going to have an animal communication panel. And it was put on by Laurie Spagna, who was on the show. And uh, it's going to be really great. There's going to be, I don't know, five or six animal communicators that are all talking. So if you guys have a chance, come on out and and see me. And I'll post it on my website, too, on thepetpsychic.com. Awesome. Exactly what time that will be and everything. I'll and try to come out. Yeah, you have to. Be good. Is uh, anyone going to be there? Is like Luca or Storm going to be there? No, I'm not going to bring either one of them. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That way they don't get uh, upset if one goes and the other doesn't get to go and all that. Yeah. Craziness. I don't know if they're allowed to go. To be honest with you, but oh. Yeah. I see. Okay, so yeah. Everyone oh, check out the Conscious Life Expo and that's going to be on thepetpsychic.com. That's thepetpsychic.com where you can find all your information about Laura and all her work that she does with animals, spirits, babies, all that stuff. And don't forget to go to facebook.com slash radio, like us, and, you know, put in your thoughts. You know, tell us what you think the theme should be next week. And we'll see you all next week on Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, talk to your animals. Talk to your animals. Bye.